Singing voices are back, baby. We're feeling 100%. (laughs) (laughs) I would love for there to be an episode of this podcast where we... We feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Physically. Just once. Where both of us feel good at the same time exactly and not just one. Time. But I do feel that if, if that ever happens, then the episode will be very bad. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be the same electric energy that we bring just trying to get ourselves across the finish line. And like one person really trying to do so much to support the other one because the other <laughs> one is clearly in a state of crisis. And we're not going to say who's nope. who is in the state and of crisis. And you'll never be able to guess. And you you'll will never, never be, able be able to guess. guess. So stop trying. Speaking of never being able to guess... This is urgent. <laughs> um, a place where every transition I make is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, <laughs> uh, this is urgent care, a place where we're trying to help you yeah. with your real problems to the best of our very, Much very like limited. a real urgent care when you're traveling and you're in Wisconsin and you think, I would like to see my regular doctor, but I'm in a place that's unfamiliar to me, so I might as well go to a person who I'm not sure where they graduated from. Yeah, urgent care. I have no rapport with this person. They know nothing about my background. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like us. No context, exactly. <laughs> no context. Urgent care, a place where you're like, I might as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's us. And we're here to help you. <laughs> Mitra, um, how have you been? Good? I've been like... The best I've ever been. Just kidding. (laughs) What's wrong? You know what I've realized is like most episodes of this, I say, hmm, just okay. And I'm actually doing better than just okay. But I, yeah, I listen back and I think, what's going on with her? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I really, I, um, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Last week I was really excited because of my pottery stuff. It's just sort of hard to Name one good thing that's happened to you that's not pottery related. (laughs) Can you? (laughs) Literally impossible. I have my exercise bike and I do pottery now. Um, (laughs) The end. (laughs) Can you talk about Deborah's? Did you get a release date? Can you talk about it on air? I can say yes. Okay, so my show, Through Busy Deborah's, is going to be on Adult Swim starting March 29th. So that you is can, incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. Not it's a, like a, basically a month away. Basically a month away. That's it's amazing. Crazy. And wait, and congratulations. So, to and you. then, and a month after your birthday. A month after my birthday. You are Leap Baby, right? I am Leap Baby. I am Leap Baby. I am born on an intercalorie year is another term for intercalorie? it. Intercalorie? Intercalorie, which wow. I love. Um, yeah. <laughs> Diet culture, even in uh-huh. space. <laughs> a bisectile year is another way to a say bisexual it. year? A bisectile year, yeah. <laughs> um... What about you? What's good? Um, I actually am feeling really great. I'm still I'm still getting over my cold, but I was in Madison um, last weekend. I mean, listen, the illusion's <laughs> over. The illusion's shattered. We recorded. We're recording this one right after the last one, but basically, <laughs> um, it was the best weekend of stand up. It's it was the best weekend of stand up in my career, my entire career. I feel I very that. comfortable saying that. I felt um, all of nineteen, all of twenty nineteen. If you saw me do stand up. Um, know that I was in turmoil and that I had um, many conversations with um, people in my life and my my agents and my reps about quitting stand-up um, and not feeling like it was something that I could do anymore uh, or that I should do anymore. And um, I felt really um, bad about it. Um, and 
I've sort of like over the last couple of months, like sort of been building it back. And this was the culmination of it. Like it was like a mostly brand new hour and it went really, really well. And it That's made great. me feel like a stand up again for the very first time in, in literally over a year. And so Congrats. if you saw those shows in Madison, thank you for being there. You saw me be reborn on stage, honey. <laughs> and with our huge, positive, glowing energy. We're going to get started with started. the show. Let's jump in. Hello, uh, Mitra and Joel. Thank you so much for all of the advice that I have absorbed through this podcast, good and bad. Bad. Uh, <laughs> I will keep those as quick as possible. I moved from a city that I absolutely love on the East Coast to California, um, to Santa Barbara, actually, for graduate school. Okay, narrow uh, it down. Past <laughs> September. Um, and... Two sort of unrelated things happened with that move. One, I hate graduate school. I am leaving at the end of the year. And two, I couldn't get over the guy I had been seeing in uh, my hometown before I moved out here. And uh, the sense that I got from him was that that was sort of the case as well. Um, But he was really happy for me um, that I was, like, following my dream uh, and didn't want to hold me back in any way. So I went back for a visit over the holidays, um, hung out with him. He was sort of reticent to reconnect, but obviously we, like, definitely did sleep together and hung out. uh, And eventually I sort of came around to the conclusion that I needed to tell him, like, I'm not happy at graduate school. I'm going to be leaving, and I would love to come back here and be with you. Um, and also, I love you. <laughs> Told him that. Uh, he basically said, I don't know where my head is at. Uh, I do have strong feelings for you, but I'm going to have to just see. Um, so I'm going back to my hometown um, for spring break, and then I'll be back again over the summer. And kind of where we left things was, okay, you'll be back. See you when I get back. Am I crazy for thinking that we still have a chance of being back together? Do I need to just shut that door? Um, or is he just being a man who struggles to talk about his feelings, and I need to give him his space? Um, I don't know. I don't know how to be rational. I don't know what my feelings mean. Um, please help me. Thank you. Bye. Mitra. So, moment of truth. What are we naming her? So, here's where I'm coming from. I don't have a name. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when it starts this way. I love it when it immediately starts as, um, you're afraid of what what you're about to say. I feel real fear. I'm looking down. I'm not looking at Joel. Um, I would, (laughs) I'm really not looking at Joel. Um, I would like to start at the place of umbilical cord because she needs to cut it. (laughs) Cut the cord. Um, I'm just going to stick with umbilical cord for me. Um, Yeah, no, no, no. But also UC because she's part of the UC system. So umbilical cord UC, it seems like she's one of like a UC, no, Univ- University that. of California kind of person. Um, I'm, I actually can't stop talking because if I do stop talking, I'm going to have to deal with her, your reaction to what I said. Well, so oh, Thank God I'm struggling with my iPad mini case right now. Um, listen, <laughs> here's what I'm going to say to her. And this is tough. 
Because I am, I am, a, I am such a romantic at heart. And I know I've never had a boyfriend, but I am such a romantic at heart. This guy is not that into you. He's not. I'm no, sorry. He's not. He's well, really not. He's really not. I just kind of want to play. I know we're like on the side of the caller, but devil's advocate here in that the person that you love is the devil. Um, <laughs> you left and then came back and then told him that you actually wanted to start stuff up again. So that's kind of operating under the assumption that this person has sort of been laying in wait for you to return, yeah. which is, you know, an oversimplification, oversimplic- but um, I don't <laughs> think it's fair to expect someone that you have left to be on the same page as you. And then also he's definitely not on the same page as he's you. definitely not. Here's the thing. When you left and you were going to grad school and he was saying all these things about how, like how much he cared about you and blah, 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 blah. He was saying all of those things, knowing that you were going to grad school. That's it. And then you came back and he was like, okay, this girl's on home on break. Like I like, I'm, I'm sure he likes you. I'm sure he does. And then you and then you and then you reveal you pull back this curtain that you're going to come back for good and you want to be in a full on relationship with this man. It's a lot to deal with. And yeah, I, I I ultimately think that you changed the parameters of this relationship for him. And I do not. And I think if this man were in love with you, he would have said, "Oh my God, thank God." I think you are projecting a, a sense of you are projecting an amount of nobleness on him that does not actually exist in the heterosexual male community. Thank you, Kevin. Producer Kevin (laughs) nodding his head in agreement. I just don't think it's fair to expect somebody to bounce back just because you're ready for them. Yeah. But, you know, you could also give it time and see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, we're both being sort of um, bitches to you right now, unfortunately, for different reasons, but but I think we're both right. (laughs) I think ultimately you need to really think... Um, you need to take this guy out of the equation. I, I'm glad that you untangled yourself from grad school because grad school is 90% of the time bad for a person. Except for me, I'm actually um, still looking into classes yeah. at, um, at UCLA. Anytime I'm bored for more than one hour, I look into um, auditing a class. So um, I will say that I do not know this person. Maybe he is shy. Maybe he is pensive. But I will say that my knowledge of normal human behavior is, is if he was really, really into you and he found out that you were coming back, he would be on you like a fucking germ on Misha's <laughs> mouth after I've kissed it. Aw, Joel did get me sick. Yeah, I've decided. I kissed her on stage. Um, right. So that's that. I'm sorry to be tough, but that's what we're not here to be nice. Okay. We're here to give good advice. Oh my god, a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Merch much. Oh my god. We're not here to be nice. We're here to give good advice. But then also on the back end you to say, but also some bad advice. Yeah. We're really um, unqualified. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. It's eight paragraphs. And also back. if you want us to be nice, we will. We will be nice. We, we take it nice. all back. But you just if have you to say, ask us to be if nice. If you call back and, and you nice. cry, we'll be like, actually, no, 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 he's in love with you. But also, if you just email us and you're like, please, only nice responses, we will do that. Yeah. But it will not be funny. No. <laughs> Or right. Or right. Um, Okay, we're going to move on to our next email, which I will go ahead and read. Yeah, do it. Hello, Mitra and Joel. I like you both equally. Thank you. (laughs) Here is my issue. I've been dating an older guy for over a year now. I've always thought of it as a relationship with an expiration date because of the age difference and different life goals. Well, okay, but things are good and I love him. But I did recently decide to address his relationship with alcohol, which I think is unhealthy, too frequent, too solitary. He is receptive, but won't provide me any sort of plan to change his drinking. I think breaking up with someone dealing with dependency issues is complex, and I really don't want to break up with him, not yet at least, and not for this. 
but I've been considering just really consistently and assertively asking him to make a plan to change his drinking habits and find myself comforted by the options that he will either change or break up with me for being a nag. Is this manipulative? Is this bad? Am I avoiding a more important conversation by picking on him? I'm not afraid of breaking up. I've done it before. I like to be single, but also I love him and I don't want to abandon him. Is this too heavy? I need urgent care. Thank you. Um, I'm going to name this person Lil Nag X. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Whoa. Just, I'm looking, I'm looking at Kevin and Dana just as like sort of lighthouses right now oh. in the storm that is Joel. <laughs> okay. Okay, Lil Here's Nag X. what I think. Um, I think that you want to break up. And I want to say, because there are three different points in this thing where you sort of sell out your relationship and allude to wanting it to end. And you don't wish for someone to break up with you and say things like, not yet. And like, I'm ready. To, I'm going to break up with him in, in the future. If you don't just want to. I feel that if you are feeling that you want to break up with someone, you should just do it. Like, yeah, I or, or like. It just sounds like you've been thinking about it wanting to end since it began, which isn't fair to either of you. I will say I actually didn't get that, but now I agree with you. You've convinced me in well, less it's than like, a minute. Because- I'm not afraid of breaking <clears throat> up. I'm comforted by the option that he will break up with me for being a nag. Mm-hmm. I want to break up. I don't want to break up with, with him. him. Not, not yet. At least for this. I've always thought of it as a relationship with an expiration date. Well, here's what. And wow, I did. You really did actually sort of bring together the other piece of this that I focused on, which is. When she talks about his drinking, the one piece of context that people who are actually concerned about someone's drinking, she left out, what is the actual impact of the drinking? Like, yet she says he drinks too much and it's solitary. Is it affecting his job? Is it affecting his social life? Is it affecting their relationship in any sort? Like, there's like, what's the impact of that? And it seems like she's focused on this thing. And yeah, and like, trust me, we all know someone who drinks too much or does X too much. But a lot, like, if I don't think that you can, like, it, if it's not a problem, if it's just like for you, for your standards, like too much, like what, why is it too much? And I, that's the weird thing that is missing from this email for me. Yeah. And I think that she's, you're right. She does want to break up with him. And so she's focused on this thing and she's decided this is the thing. And yeah, this I mean, is how it's going to, she's going to get out of this thing by, without feeling guilty. I think regardless of like whether it's a problem or not, which it sounds to me like it might be just because you want this person to make a plan. It just really sounds like you want to break up, which you can, like you don't have to have, you don't even have to have a reason to break up with somebody. Like you can just not be happy anymore. That's the best one of the best pieces of advice I ever got from my awesome therapist who I love a normal amount. <laughs> um, good luck. I hope that you do what's right for you regardless of um, the choice. Yeah, I mean, and if we're, if we're completely wrong and you do not want to break up with this man, then unfortunately you don't really have a whole lot of other options. I just feel like if you don't want to break up with him, you should figure out why you talk about breaking up with him four times in one paragraph. Um because yeah. that's a lot. And I don't think it's the drinking. I really don't. Because he sounds cool and fun. <laughs> Honestly, he sounds like a blast. He sounds like a blast and a half. And I, I want answers on that. I want to know what is, like, is he showing up to work on time? Then, babe, then he's just fun. Okay? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dana, play the next voicemail. Get us out of here. Hey, Mitra and Joel. Um, 
I love you guys so much. I love you both. A uh, big fan. Someone who I don't love very much is my dad. Um, I know that's a story that a lot of us can relate to. Um, so basically, I'm having this issue right now where I am 25, living on my own, trying to finish college, and he is graciously helping me financially a little bit. Um, he has not in the past, but he is right now because he wanted me to go back to school, which I appreciate. Um, anyways, my issue is basically he is a piece of shit, was abusive to my mother and to me. They're divorced now. Now he has a new girlfriend who he is also treating like complete and total shit. And it's really stressing me out because um, he keeps confiding in me about how he doesn't understand why she's so crazy and why she keeps crying and uh, why she's stressed out and all this. And I know it's because of him, and he knows that too. So I'm not sure how to get him to stop talking about this to me or to stop being a piece of shit and also be respectful of the fact that he is helping me pay to get through college. And, um, yeah, I mean, fuck dads, am I right? Um, but yeah, that's all. Thank you so much, guys. Hope this call isn't too long. And yeah, thank you. Um, what are we going to call this one? Fuck. Oh, I was really, really hoping that you would oh, have something for this. Okay, um, well, I, <laughs> um, let's call this one Sally Mae, um, because... That's what you need to get is a Sally Mae fucking student loan and stop taking money from your dads. And I, I hate suggesting people take student loans. Like I really I do because they ruined um, my 20s in a, in a lot of ways. Um, but here's the thing. Like she's he's helping you out a little bit, you say. But then you need him. Like how much is a little bit? I I feel like um, <laughs> when you are accepting this from him, you seem to be opening up a line of communication with somebody that you do not want to be in contact with. Um, you, I think there there are two ways that I feel about this, which is like you can either take the money and accept the baggage that comes with it, or if you want to completely cut this person off, you need to stop taking the money. But you are like also like you can. I also feel like sometimes I'm like, if somebody is a shitty person, then I want to get something from them. So, I, but here's the thing. Here's the th here's my problem with her, and I don't want to make an enemy out of her because she's such a big fan and I love her. And I please know Sally, listening to this, that I love you like a fucking niece. You're my fucking niece, Sally, <laughs> and I say this with fucking love. And after and knowing only ninety seconds of your story. And of in the context of your family story, but your concern here is you want him to stop talking to you about being a piece of shit to his current girlfriend. Your concern is not about him stopping being a piece of shit to the girlfriend. It's you want him to stop talking to you about it. And that stuck out to me. And maybe that was just a slip of the tongue. Maybe that was just the way she worded the the voicemail. I know that we made you all nervous calling into this voicemail line and making them short enough, but. I think that's something you need to think about too. And I think like if you're if your dad is giving you money currently, you push it as far as you can go and you can and call him out until he says I'm not going to pay for it anymore if you keep talking to me like this. And then you have a choice to make. You can either be like you're my dad and you can pay why are you paying for it? Not because you want a friend, but because I'm your daughter or you can stop taking the money. But I think that like you know the right thing. You just want to feel better about taking the money. And I think it's 
okay to take the money. Personally, I personally think it's okay to take the money uh, because you have. Yeah, but then she's got to listen to this. Yeah, which is like I think if that is if that seems to be an unavoidable part of it, then you need to decide how you deal with it. But if you feel like you need the money and you want to take the money, you are entitled to do that. But the frustrating things that come with it are yeah you you can't you can't both take the money and feel good about taking the money. Yeah, that's the thing. But you can you, do, you, you can you do, get yours you and go to college. You can't have it all, Cheryl. And you know what? I am sorry to everyone who listens to this podcast for how much fear you feel <laughs> when you leave voicemail, <laughs> both for upsetting us with regards to time, which I do think is legitimate. That's legitimate. The, the voicemail should be short. And if you listen to the podcast, you know that it's better when the voicemails are short. Mm-hmm. And also about loving us both equally. I think we have really, really done something to the listenership I want of you this. To keep saying it. <laughs> I, I'm just apologizing. I'm not. I still want equal love and I want equal compliments. But I do apologize for the position that we are putting yeah. you in. That you feel that you must compliment us and that you must compliment us equally. Yeah. That is a dark space that mm, we have put you in. I need but it though. We are getting the results that we I need, need it. and we are taking care of ourselves. Our self care <laughs> is bullying our listeners and just saying that they love us both. I think you get him to co-sign on a student loan and then you cut off contact. Hey. (laughs) That's literally what I think you do. Perfect. That's it. Sorry, Sally Mae. Um, So we've got one last voicemail and then we've got a special guest joining us on the pod and it's a doozy. So (laughs) let's get to this voicemail so we have plenty of time to talk to this deranged person. Hi, Joe and Mitra. Um, Your voicemail thing is so cute. Anyways, um, I have an (laughs) issue. Me and my boyfriend have been dating for two years and... The beginning of our relationship, he did tell me about his ex. Um, his ex, they were together for three years, kind of on and off, and they had problems. So I kind of looked into her life and, like, her social media and things like that. And honestly, she's, like, kind of a cool person. And I feel like <laughs> we can be really good friends, even though they had, um, my boyfriend and her had a rocky um, relationship. So what do you guys think I should do? Should I like befriend her and like, I don't know, talk her up or would my boyfriend be uncomfortable with that? Or should I just stay neutral and like live her life vicariously? I don't know. I, <sighs> what do you guys think? Okay. Bye, love you. okay I want to call this person. Please. You got a name. Harley gotta... Quinn. Cause she is an agent of chaos. chaos. <laughs> Um, okay. I'm sorry. I just have one quick question for this girl. Harley? Harley. Do you want a boyfriend? Do you want a harmonious, happy relationship? Because what the fuck are you doing? You, you, like, it would be one thing. It would be one thing if you worked with this girl or, like, somehow had to be around her and, like, developed a friendship organically and, like, this was the problem. But you sought this girl out and now want to befriend her. You have enough friends. Let me tell you this honestly. You have enough friends. You do not need to add another person, especially someone who brings so much baggage into your life. Yeah, it's just like there's no way this is going to go well. <laughs> and, you, and you did not give us you did not, you did not give us one piece of context that would make it seem reasonable to befriend this girl. Like this is so crazy. This is the this is like you know all those movies where like the guy starts dating a new girl and the ex like comes into the life and tries to ruin it. You know, it's like you're obsessed with Beyonce. You're that, that movie Allie with Larder. Catherine Ligel that that we talked <laughs> oh, about yes. a, a, I mean, a couple yeah, episodes ago. We're really, yeah, we're really on one with these. <laughs> I mean, those this is a the reverse that. 
you, like literally you are like bringing the ex into the relationship for no reason. How cool she, could she possibly be? No How one's cool that cool. How cool is she? No one's that cool. Who could it be that would be worth it? No one is that cool. It would be, it would be so funny. Because if, if it, she's that cool. What if it was you? Oh my God. <laughs> Um, if it's me, I don't want you to do this. <laughs> I think that this is a, that Harley, babe, this is a moment of like temporary psychosis because there is just no reason to do this to your relationship. I feel like things must be so stable with your relationship that you are looking for ways yeah. to blow it up. And please, please don't do not contact me. <laughs> I guarantee you, I guarantee you that the one person's opinion you have not asked, you have asked two strangers who have a podcast, you have not asked the girl. Like, what what do you think the why do you think that the girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend would want to be friends with you? If you want to have a big fight, then you should have this person. You should absolutely do this if you want to blow up the happy relationship that you seem to have. Um, then Which, absolutely hey, do this. And that's something that Harley Quinn would probably do. Uh-huh. Birds of Prey, probably in theaters by February now. February 7th. It it's absolutely, because I'm, I'm seeing it on opening fucking nights. It's getting great reviews. Thank you. Um, really cool. This um, is one of, I'm so glad I that we were able to help this. It's, it's crazy because this feels like we would have given this advice. This is like crazy advice I would have given someone. Yes, this, is, this is the kind of stuff it that feels you would like say I would have said that as a, a different joke. person would do. Yeah. So now you understand how, how we actually feel about the advice that we give, which is that we mean none of it, and this is the only earnest thing yeah. we've ever said on this podcast. Stay away so from this girl. Do not contact this person. Stay away from this girl. So block. Do not look at her social media one more time. You mustn't. You little freak. <laughs> and again, and I, I say the same thing I said to our previous caller. I love you like a niece. Love you like a niece. I love you like a niece. And I say that to everybody. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to talk to a friend of the pod. Another niece. (laughs) Okay. And we're back. And boy, oh boy, we have a treat for everybody. Mostly just us, though. Really just us. But I hope you enjoy it as well. Yeah. I mean, the people, you you can keep listening if you want. We hope you do. But mostly, this is a treat for me and Mitra. It's a call <laughs> from a friend. Play that tape, Dana. Hi, Joel and Mitch. Um, it's Pat. I was calling to kind of pick your guys' brains about something, <laughs> kind of use a colloquialism. Um, I'm really disorganized. I can't stay neat. I can't stay clean. No matter what happens, my room is always truly, truly a mess. Um, and I don't know how to do it. I have like a deep cleaning every like, a few weeks and then it just keeps getting like that and I'm disorganized I lose everything I can't stop losing everything and also I can't stop watching TV and I feel creatively stifled and I feel like I haven't written anything in years so um and I for some reason I think those things are linked like my brain feels like it's spilling out of itself if that makes any sense um okay I hope you guys can help me bye okay um well I this is this is interesting because when he speaks about his room being a mess. I, and, I, and we got to get into it when we call him back. But mm-hmm. you, of course, have a spiritual connection to that room. I do a spiritual connection to that room. Uh, and, you know, I'll save my thoughts on this for when okay. we're talking to him. because. Right. But for those of you who don't know, uh, Pat and I, Pat took my room when I moved to L.A. So yeah. um, that Sisterhood you know. of the traveling room. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> the, room, the room moves. We don't. <laughs> Let's call Pat. 
Hello. Pat? Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, my gosh. My girls in Los Angeles, California. How are you? We are good. You're on, you're live. You're live on the radio on Urgent Care. Crazy. Wait, was my message bad? No. No, It was really good. And see, this is part of your problem. Is that? Afterwards, I was kind of like, was that even, like, is this a fun problem to have? But then I had to be like, well, that is my truth. You know what I mean? So it almost doesn't matter. And we appreciate that because sometimes, you know, we have people come on here and they do not tell their truth. They don't tell their I truth. Would, and it's you. It's really I, transparent. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all see it. And we all know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, Pat, I, we off air before we got you on the phone, we did alert the, the readers that when you so you have you have sort of a three pronged question. A, yeah, but I think that. Yeah. Your room is messy. B, you always lose things. Mm -hmm. C, you cannot write anything new. But they're all connected because my brain is scrambled always since I was a young child. And I don't know how to keep track of my thoughts. (laughs) Well, okay. So we famously have lived in the same space. You now. Mm -hmm. And it's your current. My current. Your current. Uh, You now, me past. Um... (laughs) One thing, <laughs> you now me past. <laughs> this is definitely going to help Pat's brain not be scrambled, this so, use of oh language. God, I feel like straightening out. <laughs> you now me past, and you and I know what that means. Joel doesn't get it because he did not live in that room. Um, exactly. He's not part of the sisterhood of the room. Oh, my God. I literally, before we called you, I said sisterhood, sisterhood of the traveling, of the traveling room. room is what you have. Oh, my God. God, that's crazy. And so I guess this does prove that you you can't write anything original because you copied me. Wow, that is really true. And I learned a valuable lesson from this call. (laughs) Okay, but here's one thing that I will say about that room with regards to you beating yourself up about it being messy is that we can both agree that that is a very small closet. (laughs) And all the listeners know this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Everyone Mm -hmm. knows. Not just us. Another important piece of context is that I was sent a mattress that I didn't need, but it's like a mattress is like so valuable that I'm like not going to throw it out. So it's just kind of in my room. It's like Wait, extra mattress. What? Yeah, I have an extra mattress. In the like room? In the I've been kind of using it as like um, a thing to put my notebooks on. <laughs> okay, this I can actually wrap my head around. It's like a startup mattress. It's like it's like a mattress that's you know to look at the box. I've never opened it, but to look at the box, it certainly doesn't look like a mattress. It's an online store but mattress, that kind of it's box. A Helix, it's a Helix mattress. Okay, well, we'll have to bleep that out because we are Casper. We're a Casper fam here <laughs> at Urgent Care. Well, and and you currently sleep on the Casper that I left. I assume I do. Or there's a third really new kind of an urgent care. It's like me. I mean, this is really, they're going to really get their money's worth because I choose to sleep on a Casper. (laughs) (laughs) Here, listen, Pat, I have to say, and this, this will solve, I think all three of your problems for me in terms of like sort of what I've done in my life to solve all three of these problems. Cause I had a lot of these problems too, is I think that you just, you? yeah, no, Neither of you seem like you do. You both seem like you always kind of know what time something is. <laughs> you both seem like that person where like, if I asked you what date it is, you would kind of like know what date it was. That's, that's true. That is true. We have been called by listeners. We, someone did on one of the message boards say we had student council vibes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Okay. 
But I don't, I don't feel naturally organized. I just kind of obsessively write and rewrite the things that I have going on. And then I also have them all in my calendar. I I put stuff immediately in my calendar because I know that I won't remember. And I have to have like a million alarms for everything. Yeah, Pat, you are in love with your phone. I don't understand. Like, I can't. It's all there. I, I don't like the phone, phone calendar for some reason. I don't like the phone calendar either, but I have it. But then I also just write everything down in my notebook over and over and over. Again. I will say that I sit next to Mitra at work sometimes and her notebook is a it's she doesn't want to admit it to herself, but it's a bujo. Pat, it's a it's a it's a, it's a I, bullet journal. It is I think I beautifully. But sometimes I stop for a bit. But also it's like once I start engaging with my screen, it's like I'm not a human anymore. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. I we of course know what that means, Pat, because we are not human. Or so I'm looking oh. at an iPad Mini right now. Joel just got an iPad, oh but and Wait, it's, an iPad Mini. Yeah, oh, I, not a phone. Okay, listen, you're sounding like the people at the store who <laughs> shamed me for buying the Mini instead of a normal sized one. And I know what I I know who I am. I know what I want. I'm going to use it to watch Top Chef on the plane, and that's it. Okay, <laughs> okay. and that's why and that's why I wanted a Mini. But this is this is what you need to do, Pat. You need to get rid of everything in your life. Um, you, need, you need to yeah. get first starting with the mattress box. I have to say, sell that mattress box. <laughs> sell or not? It's not even the mattress box. It's a full mattress. It's a usable <laughs> yeah, mattress. Yeah. A mattress box wouldn't even really be worth very much money, but with a mattress inside of it, now we're talking about <laughs> I don't understand. Like, literally, go to Facebook Marketplace. Go to Facebook exactly. Marketplace. You're from Long Island. You have connections to Facebook Marketplace. I know you do. <laughs> I don't understand how to sell something, but okay, I'll sell the mattress. Sell the mattress, first of all. Get rid of everything in your room except for literally just your clothes and your bu- your bullet journal and your phone and your charger and your computer. Whoa. Uh-huh. And that's it. Like li- uh, the only way I know where my car keys are is because I have so little in my house. It 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 can only be five different places. And I personally yeah. take a lot of comfort in clutter, so I don't relate to this at all. <laughs> what? Maybe I do too. Do you really find comfort in clutter? Do you find it comforting, Pat? Um, well, I find it comforting that like I have I feel that. I do. Because I was moving around a lot. Like, you, you if go. I have a bunch of notebooks and regular books, then, like, there's nowhere, and we sure can speak to this, and so can the listeners who have seen the room, like, there's nowhere really to put them. So they just kind of end up either on the matrix box or, like, just everywhere. Well, I will say, this leads me to the other thing I think you should get rid of, and that this will help you creatively, um, is your boyfriend. I think if you get rid of, I'm talking existentially. I'm talking. I think. I think there's too much clutter physically in your room, in Mitra, or rather in Mitra's room, um, uh-huh. and in your life. And I love Angelo. I've gone on record on your podcast and on podcasts uh-huh. all over this goddamn country. Oh well, I, w- I guess this was when we were in Miami, and it wasn't. We thought it was a reco- right. we thought it was a recorded podcast, but in fact, it was just a live performance outside in front yeah, of a beach. A, oh, there's a lot. There's a lot of that no one understood. Whoa, yeah. there's, um, whoa. We had all, we lived a whole life in Miami that Mitra, you do no one will ever know about. To either. think that you're recording I, a live yeah, podcast and then you're not recording a live <laughs> podcast is really bone chilling stuff. Happened. 
and that happened to us in Miami. And that happened to us in Miami. And I said, I said on record there, I said it to his face, I said it to you, I love Angelo, but I've, I have never had a boyfriend and I feel creative all the time. And so uh, I can no, only speak to my no. experience. Well, what about me? I do. Oh fuck! I feel prolific. I feel I feel creative. Um, but I think the thing that for me, because you're, it sounds like we our brains work in the same way. Like we like having stuff around us, and we like are not naturally good at remembering stuff. But I feel like. Uh You just have to like grant you have to force yourself to write stuff down, even if it's not fun so that you remember it, because you're going to spend so much of your time on this earth trying to remember stuff. And you wouldn't have to do that if you just write it down right when you get the information. Yeah, that's why I never answer people's texts, because people ask me if I can do something. And I'm like, I really don't know, because I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do tomorrow, like when I wake up and see if I'm like text and anything on social. You know what I mean? I was actually shocked when I asked you to do this this morning and you responded within minutes but do you know why why because and for one that was the afternoon for me it's where that was the place i was coming from <laughs> and of course yeah um, it's because i just like updated my blue so i knew mm, wow it and seems like the blue is doing a lot for you have you That's lost cute. how many times have you lost the blue if any rather only one time i left it upstate in upstate new york and here, why do you th- i guess my thing is is can you make the bujo smaller maybe pocket so size I, is it is that I, allowed in the rules of bujo that wouldn't work but ultimately the direction i ended up going in was i made the bujo bigger whoa but that i think been helping for me if something's big not to shade your ipad mini but if something's big for me it's <laughs> more usable okay you are um sort of taunting joel but i'm gonna ignore that and agree that i do need big stuff too because when i have a bunch of uh, little things i'm more likely to just set it down and never think about it again well i'm exactly. all I was, no you go pat you go you know you no, said was, no you go pat you're our guest having anything when i started i wasn't really having anywhere to go with it so maybe you go okay well i want to talk to you a little bit about the content of it all and the joke writing of it all because that is the story of my 2019 um uh, and I'll, I'll talk uh, listen we it just, I think you I was literally talking to Naomi X Paragon who I know you respect and admire oh deeply everyone God. at this table everyone in this town everyone listening to this podcast respects uh, and finds Naomi to be that we were talking about this literally today neither of us wrote a good joke in 2019 actually I said that I don't want to speak for her but I think in this <laughs> in spirit she agreed with me it literally uh, everyone there is not a person on this planet who is like that prolific who's writing all the time and well and maybe there are but here's the thing like i had you i had to really come to terms with myself like after like my first half hour and i after that first half hour dropped in i was like okay i'm going to stop doing any of this half hour material on the road it was the scariest time for me as yeah. a stand up because it's like um, and if you look, you look at any of my YouTube comments, everyone's like, he only says the same five jokes. Um, and it's humiliating. And it's yeah. a daily humiliation for me because I have a full album that nobody bought that's full of jokes uh. that aren't online. But like, I'm not, I, I like, everyone was like, Ari, um, who's the guy who just got canceled? Anyways, Wait, so Ari Shafir. Ari Shafir writes a new hour every year. Louis C.K. writes a new hour every year. And it's like, do we want to be Ari Shafir or Louis C.K.? I guess not. But I didn't know who Ari Shafir was. And also, someone just told me when they were in L.A., someone was doing a show with them and they didn't remember their names. But that guy's whole thing was he just been canceled. Maybe that was Ari Shapiro. 
Shapiro. Oh, oh, Ari Shapiro is a celebrated public radio gay. So don't. Oh, don't I never knew that. You never told me that before. That Pat, I think you just. <laughs> I think you need to give yourself a break on two on two out of the three of the the things that you have a problem with. I feel like you can. Okay. Just do one thing at a time. You can declutter your space and see if that helps you. But also, like, Pat, you're doing so much all the time. And I feel like you, I always hear you saying new funny stuff. Yeah, I I have to say, as someone who listens to your podcast every single week, um, and famously on my on this very podcast, and I know that we're we're very close friends, and I know that you have not listened to a stitch of this podcast, and I do not take I, it personally. I, I, I do not. I've I, never listened to a I, I do not take I'll it personally. Okay, great. <laughs> but I like I I'm a huge fan of your podcast. I have stolen your catchphrase. I have I have told listeners to seek treatment on no less than oh. a dozen occasions. And then I I say Joel, and I say and I, and, I, and then I say. And then I say, they're not even using it. They're not even using it anymore. They drop the conceit. They ask people if they're bi. That's the only thing they do on their podcast. We haven't said it since August 2018. Yeah, exactly. So I'm stealing it. It's now public domain because you you forgot to use it. It's like when Sony was like, we have to make another Spider-Man movie. Otherwise, the rights are up for grabs. That's that's what happened with your catchphrase on the title of your podcast, Seek Treatment. And then the day that I use it, the day that I use it on this podcast is when we end the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but here's the thing. I listen to your podcast every week, Pat, and it is the it is laugh out loud funny. When we were in Miami, which tragically, tragically, I know I'm humiliating you, and that's part of the fun for me. But when we were in Miami and no one got to see this performance, a gay person turned to me and said, as you were screaming into a mic, that is lightning in a bottle, this is the funniest person I've ever seen. And oh for, so God. for you, I think I, I think it really is for you right now, and I have the struggle too, is you are a funny person and it is it sometimes takes time to figure out how to translate that into fucking Comedy Central, like Uptown Comedy mm-hmm. Club jokes. But you yeah. have to just like hold on to the fact that like you are one of the funniest people working today and everybody agrees about that. And like, give yourself the five minutes, give yourself five minutes. You just had everyone go and Google Pat's recent Comedy Central set. No, because those are my only jokes. So I'm not, I'm not <laughs> like, watch that. But I'm let like, yourself literally. celebrate that because it's such a good set, Pat. You do not have to have an, a, a full new set, like ready to go for TV right away. I haven't, yeah. I have, it's been years since my that, special. You know I mean? Yeah, I get it. I get what? it. I get it, but like, give yourself a break it's is what I'm saying. There. It's not, it's not there if it's not there. It'll come. It's fine. But thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you. It doesn't sound like you really mean it, but okay. I do. No, I'm meaning it. <laughs> okay. Really? Okay. I am. I, okay. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm okay. just um I'm loving the discourse. <laughs> Me too. Listen. Do you feel like you have actionable uh, like a, a plan coming away from this call where we sort of yelled at you and just learned things about your life in fact that your living your current roommate is a Helix mattress that's not yet unfolded. Yeah. 
my current direct roommate. Remember in college, there was like direct roommates and then sweet mates. <laughs> I um. <laughs> so your direct roommate is a Helix Patrick. I mean, that's a that's gold. That could go on Jimmy Fallon tomorrow. My direct that roommate is a that. Yes, it could. Tomorrow. Believe your let yourself believe that you could go out on Jimmy Fallon and say my direct roommate is a Helix mattress in the box, and people would go okay. ape shit. Submit the tape tonight. <laughs> I'm going to um, open with that on Fallon, and um, if it doesn't work, don't have blood on your hands. <laughs> but, um, but no, I'm either going to either throw everything out like Joel says, or keep everything like Major says, and I'm going to either, I'm going to write things down like Major says, and I'm going to, I'm going to have to differ with Joel in terms of um, ending my loving relationship with my sexual partner. <laughs> but, um, I celebrate your bravery of saying that. I know that couldn't have been me. I so. will say, I, I'm just saying, and Mitra knows this, and Mitra knows this intimately, is that I dated a guy for three months and he broke up with me and I dined out on that comedically for roughly two years. Um, it's true. I, I, I wrote a lot of material can I that. Can I dox you about yeah, something? Yeah, okay. absolutely. I'll remember that storytelling show that Betsy and I had? Yeah. <laughs> Joel uh-huh. used to come on every I month. I used to come on every month and process a breakup with a guy that I had dated for three months. So... Oh I remember that. Oh. I remember you doing that. Wait, did you guys see Betsy in the Super Bowl commercial? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, at this... Okay, so at this point, you know you need to either throw everything out or keep everything. Make your bullet journal bigger or make it very small um, <laughs> and go back and listen to your own podcast and honestly I think actually truly listen to yourself on your own podcast and there are premises in there that you can find and write actual hard jokes around I'm not kidding I you thought of that. Yeah, do it I should do that it sounds gross right. and I hate listening to my own voice I do it too but record every Terrible. fucking thing That's you say your voice is kind of like how my voice is yeah it's awful um Thank you. Pat, thank you for coming on. Everybody, listen to Pat's podcast. It comes out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday because they do this cuckoo release schedule. It's called Seek Treatment. We don't know how we got here. It's called (laughs) Seek Treatment. Look up his Comedy Central set um, online. Pat Regan. Um, Pat, is there anything else you want us to plug? You're coming to L.A. at the end of February, but your show is sold out. Two shows sold out, but there might be standby, I would hope. Yeah, um, so it's called S Gays? No, I'm not doing S Gays. I'm just doing an hour of stand up. Okay. So gonna, which is like, I mean, don't get me started on how old that stuff's going to be, but, um, but well, I am. Going I can't to wait speak. to see that. Can I just also say. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna chat offline about how I want to comp. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm gonna say one more thing about the material thing. I'm gonna say one more thing, especially as you gear up to do this hour in front of audiences in LA. Nobody fucking remembers your jokes. I swear to Christ. I, know. I swear to Christ. There will be one or two. Like the there there are gonna be two big jokes. Like people will remember, but by and large, nobody remembers your fucking jokes. They don't remember them. They are all going to be new to them. Okay. Until you're, until you have your, until that hour is on Netflix, those jokes are open. Okay. Don't worry about it. And you actually know what else? And this is the last thing I'll ever say for the rest of my life. (laughs) Is that, you know what? When I was a freshman in college, Jim Gaffigan came to my college and I never heard of him, but like random people liked him. And everyone was like, I hope he does the Hot Pockets joke. I hope he does the Hot Pockets joke. And then he, like, didn't do it, and everyone was mad, but they'd already heard it, but they wanted him to do it. And, and that, now it's like, I bet he was like, I can't do the Hot Pockets joke again. You know what I mean? Right. And you're the gay Jim Gaffigan. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> exactly. I'm the new Jim Gaffigan. Uh-huh. 
All right. Well, and Pat. LA is my, uh, all right, all right. No, say it. Say it. You got to say it. You got to say it. I was going to say, and LA is my Loyola University. <laughs> okay. Well, there we have it. Jim Gaffigan, everybody. Thank you We've helped you. Helpful. I'm glad. Right. I hope so. Bye. Have a good night, Pat. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. We're going to take a break and then we'll be right back. Okay, you guys, that's the show. And um, I think we helped a lot of people. I think we did a lot of yelling. We did Um, do a lot of yelling. If you want us to yell at you, please give us a call at 323-334-0371. Try and keep them to 60 to 90 seconds if you can. Our email is urgentcarepod at gmail.com. Contact us with questions. Update us. If we helped you, if you think we got something wrong, especially, we were pretty harsh in some of these um, and if we were wrong, like if that girl comes back to her hometown and the guy is like greets her at the airport <laughs> with like a fucking rose petal, like, <laughs> you know, like shotgun shoots her in the face with a bunch of sh- rose petals, which, OK, actually, I'm saying on air now, no one else can take that idea. I'm taking it to Shark Tank. Um, <laughs> then please, actually, I do want to know that we were wrong because I do want you to be happy. I just don't think it's I don't think it's the situation. So, yes, update us, call us, email us. Um, Thank you, producer Dana. Thank you, producers Ryan and and Kevin. Today, we have two. We have two. <laughs> we were so outrageous, we needed two. Uh, yeah, Brian was like, enough of the jokes. Yeah, Can we get some jokes. serious advice for like, once? Guys, I need, these people need help, and you're not helping them. And he left enough. Because <laughs> he's said, a good guy. And yeah, because he's back. a good guy, and we love him. He's a good guy. And so Kevin, right. but Kevin, bad guy. <laughs> but Kevin, and Kevin, Kevin hasn't, said we hasn't love, been he, through enough yet. I love the chaos, he said. I'll come in and do it. Gentle, gentle souls forced to listen to us scream for hours on end literally (laughs) (laughs) but thank you all Um, we love you see you next week we are grateful goodbye